0: Well, I, I feel sorry there. for your mother. What you say about my mama? You feel sorry for who? I don't want any trouble. Just uh, get out. The, the,
1: the fuck you say face. about my mama? I don't want any trouble. Just get out. You're talking you know shit. You're talking shit? shit. motherfucker? Really you got
0: It's real than real deal, holy field. And now you hooked and in hoes, know how I feel. Well if it's good enough to get up a proper chunk, I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that and like this and It's like that and like this and like that and It's like this and like that and like this and Drake creep to the mic like a f I'm your
1: Huckleberry Why Johnny Ringo. Look like somebody just walked over your grave. All I want is a little peace and quiet. Got it, fat boy? Yes. Say it. I work for you, and you want peace and quiet. And who am I?
0: I don't know. That's
1: right. You don't know? Let that little mystery keep you up at night. (laughs) and <laughs> i What's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Bayou Geeks. I'm your host Fatty316 and as all I don't want to say always, but once again, and apparently we didn't scare him off last week and y'all didn't scare him off, Mr...
0: Uh, Maximus G-420. Active Max G-420, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I didn't know if he was going to say it or I was going to say it. I was like, you cued me up wrong. I was
1: about to that's go, uh, G6? Uh...
0: He's, no, not G6. <laughs> he even says it on the damn screen. Jesus Christ. This guy, I swear. We'll get him, we'll get him right, though. We'll get him right. Welcome, damn everybody, man. to Bayou Geeks, yo. Remember, download, subscribe, rate, and review. Tell all your friends about us. Give us a, you know, hit up on YouTube. Subscribe on there, too.
1: Speaking of YouTube, uh, our first video did well better than i thought it would i mean i mean i wasn't expecting a thousand hits but as much as we got i was shocked i mean we got to get them subscribing numbers up guys and them likes so yeah if you watch the video you like what you hear subscribe to the channel if you can't subscribe you got to sign up for a youtube account it's not like you gotta pay for anything
0: you yeah, know it's free yeah, it doesn't we, do anything. Once, it helps us out.
1: Once we do the live shows too, if they are a member of YouTube, you know, just um, you know, lot you signed up for it, they can actually come on like the screen and ask questions and whatever. And it'd be easier to bring them on if they want that. We because that's another thing too. I didn't bring that up last week. I want to say that there's going to be times where we actually may bring on fans, and that's another thing I wanted to do because. I was one of those people and I know how it is to be in the other side, be like, Oh man, I wish I could have a conversation with them guys, you know? And yep, I, I, that's what We've I want to do. Done that. <laughs> and that's what I want to do. I want to bring on people who, you know, don't want to have a podcast, but would love to come on and talk on one, you know, or a show, whatever it is. And that's what I want to do. Just talk to normal fucking people. That's what I want to get people from work on, you know, just normal people. Not YouTube, yeah, well, but just normal people.
0: Everybody at work ain't normal, but that's a whole nother story. Well, <laughs> <fair enough>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hell, speaking, we're not that normal. Speaking of last week's episode, also um, got a very positive reviews on it, man. I was I was like overwhelming positive reviews.
0: You know what? I don't, I don't, I, I send a bunch of the kids and stuff here because, you know, I got a whole bunch of adopted children, mm-hmm. you know, and they all went on, and they were all like, bro, we loved it and we watched this. And I'm like, all right, we'll just make sure, you, you know download subscribe, subscriber and they're younger like comments oh yeah they're all in their 20s but i hang out those those are the same kids that i play basketball with you know two three times a
1: week sometimes that's not our demographic either like like listen to ones and if they liked it that's that's a good thing you know
0: oh it was funny yesterday we were at a at a baby shower for one of them and uh, and then they kept on playing a bunch of, you know, 90 stuff, a bunch of Dre and Snoop. And I was like, how do you all even know this? I'm Like, oh, they be playing this all the time. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, I would be going out like that. So <laughs> I'm like, this is just what I listen to on my phone. <laughs> like this was in my ear when I'm cleaning a pool.
1: I have to uh, actually bring up one or two things from last week that I didn't f- quite finish. Um. Someone asked me to finish the cat story Because I didn't get into it Because you asked me like, How did you end up with a cat of all fucking people And yeah. ironically You're have part of the reason Believe it or not Really? Yes, that's what I thought about <laughs> it I'm like, okay. holy shit, actually Gary's part of the reason And it all started with a rabbit You know where I'm going with that now
0: Yeah, yeah no, the rabbit, It that.
1: actually started with the rabbit Believe it or not and it wasn't the fact I wanted because, if for context, me and Gary got in an argument about a rap one time. You know, he wanted me to sit, yes. it, and yes. I wanted to keep it. That, okay, that's all you need to know. We got, it, <laughs> we got <laughs> we'll into it there. an argument. We'll Leave yeah. it there. A very ugly argument, but we got into an argument. I mean, that's all the context you
0: need. Wasn't it? Was just a, it was just a disagreement. Yeah. You you have your philosophy. I have mine. And that's what makes us friends because I'm still friends with you. Obviously. Hello. We're here.
1: Okay. Now I want to give Gary context on why I want to keep the rabbit because I've never given him context on it. Now he's going to get it. It was because living here by myself sucked, you know? Yeah. And it was mostly for company. It wasn't that I want to keep the rabbit and, you know, and be like, look, all right. It was just for the company thing. And that's why I kept the rabbit now with the has to do rabbit with the cat uh i decided to release them about a month later or it was after that hurricane we had here that small one mm-hmm. and i brought him to the Shawmet battlefield and i released them out there and i was all depressed because i called them hbk <laughs> i called the fucking rabbit hbk
0: you would have been more depressive like a hawk would have came out of nowhere and just I- snatched <laughs> <his ass up. laughs> some national geographic type shit. like i got him like be free, HBK, be yeah. free, and but then uh, I, I put You're him. Like, in, I put
1: him in the actual woods, so he wasn't in an open field. So he oh, there you go. Good, cool. So um, hopefully so a snake didn't get him. Me All and right. me and my old lady, uh, a shot of brandy. That's her name on here. A shot of brandy, and uh, she, me, and her decided to go to Pet Smart and met her just to go. You know, it wasn't no big deal. And sure enough, they were ahead that adoption thing where you could adopt pretty much just sign your name on a piece of a, dot, a piece of paper and they give you a fucking cat. And that's what. Oh, it yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They get rid of cats faster than they get rid of dogs. Dogs, they do like background checks. and Yeah. <laughs> you have to answer a 12 a page uh, survey on a psychological exam to make sure that you're fit. And they ha- we had to do a
1: home visit. What would happen was When I went up to the cage I wasn't looking to get a cat Because I'm not the big I wasn't the biggest cat lover And sure enough Chanel, my cat She'd come walking up to the cage And put her paws on the cage And looked at me And that's the same exact thing Marie did to me When I went Got Marie the
0: That's sa- what's and, up.
1: and I looked at the cat I'm like Don't you do that to me Don't, don't <laughs> do that to me and I, was, and I hurry up and walked off And I'm walking around the store And Brandy's like you want that fucking cat, don't you? I'm like, I want it, but I know I shouldn't get it. And I go back and I looked at it and she the cat's looking at me through the cage like, You're taking me. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Here you are. It's like, like you <laughs> it's like you belong to me now. It's like you belong to me now. So yeah, that's <laughs> and she became my baby girl. That's there you go. how, how that's and that's how the and that's how Chanel came around. So, so that's, that's how pretty story. much how we got. Got all the animals over
0: here at this house too. Like you know, when we saw Mako when he was born, like we saw him like literally. I seen him like a week after he was born when like people actually can see them. And And Richie let me see him, and uh, and then when we were able to actually pick him up, he peed on Christy, and she's like, "Well, he marked his territory, so this is the one we're taking." Right? I was like, "Yep, this is the one we're taking. (laughs) This is the
1: one we're taking." Marie did the same thing to me when I went got her at the SPC. I was looking to go get a puppy. That's when uh, me and the ex were together. I mean, you knew that one. Yeah. And uh, she was like this one little puppy that ran up. And I'm like, and at first I just, yeah, her. And at the SPCA, they have to keep them to fix them before you can actually take them home. Oh, but yeah. when I went back to get it, it's like she knew I was there for her. And oh, yeah. She hurry up and jumped in my arms. And they, the imprint
0: I, on you, man. I mean,
1: what. I had Marie, what, 12, 12 year well, about 12 years before she died or 13 years before. she Yeah, died. she was old. And she you, was, and you she... know, and you know how that, you know, you've seen her, how she was. And that was my baby, dude. And oh, no, she'd follow you everywhere. That was your.
0: Yeah, that was
1: when I went. to I, San Diego, I almost thought
0: you loved her more than you loved your kids and.
1: That was an argument constantly in my household back, you know, before I met y'all. You know, but that was—I remember you
0: told me some stories. That's why I'm like, ah, but I could, feel, I could get it though. Like, yeah, when, so what? I love the dog more than you. When the dog was, loves me.
1: When I <laughs> no was in San what. Diego, um, this is like this is before Ernie's and all that. This is when I'm still at Sports Avenue. Um, Cindy would call me. I don't give a fuck. Cindy would call me up and be like, oh. You need to talk to the dog. I'm like, what? (laughs) She won't eat. She was depressed because I wasn't there. And I had to talk to the dog and she barely ate. She wouldn't even eat for Taryn. And as soon as I I walked into that door, what, six days later? I mean, you thought the fucking world was coming in. And when she saw me and she fucking flipped out. And the same thing happened to, uh, uh, Brandy number two who's actually number one You know you know that Yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that whole fucking story is <laughs> Well when I went to Vegas to You knew me with the Vegas tra- When I was yes. to Vegas that happened But the thing was Brandy wasn't really experienced with uh Marie Like Cindy was Oh no And thank god Taryn was there Because <laughs> Taryn kind of got Marie to uh, You know get it do everything But once again I walked in a door Everybody comes running to me I run past them and run to Marie <laughs> They <laughs> get out of my way. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, I do that when I get home. I'll come home and the dogs are like run up to me and I give, give them all pets and stuff and say, and then my and you know Christy is just looking at me like, what the hell? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm getting to you. I'm getting to you. They they they, yeah. They they greeted me at the door. Like if you would greeted me at the door, maybe. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's what's up. So I'm glad you got a kitty. I got a little, and it's a, she's a black cat too, right? No, great. Like right? one okay. of them,
1: like. Typical gray with the dark gray stripes. I mean, you see them t- type, types of cats a yeah. lot. Them college.
0: Yeah, we all all of our cats are either you know, Matilda's solid black, Magic's black and white,
1: and Marcy's black and white. And, uh, yeah, actually, Mako's birthday's tomorrow. Well, I have an unofficial cat outside on the patio, a black one, who I fed one time and has never left my patio.
0: Well, that's what happens.
1: And she sleeps in my truck. I just keep the window open because I just parked the truck underneath the patio yeah, underneath
0: the, yeah, and I leave the yet. window
1: open. And that's especially when it was cold. I'd make a, like a little bed on my front seat for <laughs> shit. And, You're just, fucking you ridiculous, bro. <laughs> and the cat just chilling in the, in the truck. And I'm the cat one that didn't like the cats, huh? Yeah,
0: that's what always happens,
1: bro. Oh, like, wait, then I've, I've got bur- Taryn's cat here right now, too. So I have two cats here in the house and one outside. Was-
0: oh, damn. I didn't know you had two cats there. Okay. Yeah, right now wow. I do.
1: Yeah. Taryn's
0: cat. The crazy part is, I'm actually allergic to cats. I didn't really? find that I was allergic to cats until I was in like 20s, and uh, yeah, I'm like, I have to take medicine every day. Got to take you know allergy pill, yeah. a fucking nasal spray. I got to do it all every day, every day, just to make sure I can even play with them. Never if been not, cats. Oh. see, I wasn't, but I worked uh, selling uh, Kirby vacuum cleaners back mm-hmm. in the day, and uh, they would have those little test pads that you would like vacuum a little spot up. And when you vacuum that spot up, you pull the pad out and you show how much dirt's on there. Where some lady's house that I went to had never been vacuumed, seemed like forever. Um, and the pads that we're pulling out were this thick, full of cat fur and dander. And because it was so much. I'm listening I think, to <laughs> yeah, I, know, uh, uh, I think what happened was that I just got a reaction from just getting hit with so much of it. And I like started to like couldn't breathe. Like my throat was closing up. I took Benadryl. That made me feel a little better. I Ended up having to go to the the hospital, getting a shot to to get rid of like you know to get like all the the al- the allergies away from me. But I don't have to. Need, I don't need an epipen. But I just get a real bad reaction. I just get itchy. But uh, yeah, but I gotta uh, take medicine just so I can make sure I can fucking have cats.
1: <laughs> that's how uh, Brandy number two, who was actually number one, was like. Oh wait, actually, Brandy number one, who was actually number two. <laughs> Yeah, this <laughs> is so really confusing
0: like no one's ever going to figure it out i know it's but that's why be...
1: i like it <laughs> it's like a, right, i yeah. get confused
0: sometimes too i'm thinking I'm like what so, is it
1: so they got their own little things uh shot of brandy and uh brandy number two who was actually number one it <laughs> yeah, well, number one who was number two whatever what the fuck yeah whatever you know so, who it is yeah, i'll show you
0: right? a picture where you'll see it. you'll be able to know there you go
1: <laughs> so you ready to get into uh i guess i guess we could say topics really this week we gonna make. I it guess a it's a topic, or, or just topic, an era, you know? Yeah, era. Yeah, an era, an, gonna... an, yeah, an era a decade of uh, of our life. That the the decade of Generation X, for damn that, sure. That's I mean, God, oh, all of us were teenagers. Uh, fucking the decade of extreme. <laughs>
0: oh, there's extreme everything.
1: <laughs> everything was
0: extreme. you <laughs> we were just getting out of the phase of uh, well, I guess crack was still around, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it was in the eighties. But it was more
1: uh, not, uh, not really kind of took a backseat.
0: Well, it depended on where you were, though, too, because where I was, yeah. there were certain neighborhoods that you like used. You, you could still see there's crackheads everywhere, like where I live. Not so much. It's but amazing. It's
1: like after New Jack City, stop hearing about crack. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I was like, wait, what happened to crack?
0: The government no, had to figure out something around, else. I know bro. It was around. Oh, It was around, but it wasn't as big a thing like it was before because all those D.A.R.E. programs from the 80s. I remember D.A.R.E. I didn't know what drugs were until I got the D.A.R.E. program
1: <laughs> in school. Really?
0: Yeah. Well, because it wasn't like anything that was around us. Like, we knew that the older guys across the street or down the block or by the park, that they were, you know, smoking this or smoking that. But We were like, whatever. That's no big deal. And then they started talking about D.A.R.E. then all these other drugs. And I'm like, I didn't know what any of this shit was. I'm like, you literally just educated me. Like, with people now, with when they, when they do Uh, the the, the mass shootings at Mm. schools, which unfortunately does happen, but they have drills for them. But all you're doing is teaching the person who's going to that school what they're going to do in case of something like that happening. And that's what D.A.R.E. did. D.A.R.E brought that forefront to everyone like hey look
1: they wanted i did not even because know because about the these drugs, drugs. <laughs> yeah
0: it's like hey kid you want drugs you want some free drugs nobody ever gave me free drugs i never got free drugs in my life
1: but i think the 80s kind of misrepresented the drugs and what their effects were though looking back okay after i did all my shit in the 90s and you look back in the 80s like how they portrayed how the drugs would affect you were like complete opposite of what they were like i always remember cocaine addicts for some reason, knew they could, uh, thought they could fly off buildings. Yeah,
0: they would always jump off a building. Yeah, that like, was a wait, common and one. And when
1: I did coke, I'm like, I don't want to fly. I just want to run. <laughs> <laughs> I can run a marathon right now. I want to dance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever Now, if it was like they would talk about, okay, a guy was doing LSD. Well i I could believe that a little bit more, <laughs> but well, some
0: of that stuff, yeah, because it just depends though, it depends on your mindset in general.
1: I still like, haven't taken the drug that made me want to fly,
0: no, neither have I. It's
1: like no. which one did that. I'm still trying to find that one,
0: yeah, I don't know that one that's that's that uh m k ultra shit they got in the in the government
1: somewhere where yeah, nobody knows really misrepresented cocaine in the eighties, like big time it was like it was a drug that people were just doing, and it was like it, it's a party drug. Yeah, but and you had to have some in, money. But that's the thing in the eighties, they didn't portray disco it tech. as a part. But they didn't portray it as a party drug. No, they were like, portraying it more you're, like you're, you're sitting around just smoking a fucking joint, you know, and just getting all zoned out and shit. And it wasn't nothing like that. I just remember watching movies and like a chick be like, "Oh, I want to do something, and just sniff it, and just be like, oh, it's like, wait, cocaine don't do that to you, you know? No. I'm, it may do it at like for the first few seconds, but once it, you know, you get enters the, the
0: bloodstream." No, yeah. it's a rap,
1: and it's like, yeah, it was kind of misrepresented, you know.
0: I, it was crazy looking Look, back, man. We were all we were all younger, too young to to realize what the hell any of that stuff was, and by the time we got old enough, so many of the myths and misconceptions of all drugs, not even just like cocaine, but everything. Like there was just so many just like, no, this is different. Like, look at it. Look at it now compared to what it is. You know, people are taking hemp oil and, and THC gummies to go to sleep or the, because they have anxiety. Well, and everybody's like, movies, no big deal.
1: The 90s movies uh, portrayed him pretty accurately. No, no those no. did. Yeah. Like train spotting. That was spot on, actually. No pun Yeah, but it. that's that's heroin. That's a whole other thing, too. But, man. I'm, it, I'm, but it was pretty – because, okay, think about train spotting, but think about any other heroin addict, like, early time. Like oh, early yeah, no. They were... It was completely – like, they show a dude shooting up, and he'd be like, oh, fucked up, and get back up. Like, I'm good. No, train yeah. spotting – Really showed you what an addict looked like, you know. Yeah, that movie was crazy. That's
0: the only time I want a needle in me is if I'm getting a shot for medicine or something. I'm not. I don't like. I don't like needles. I don't like anything like
1: that. Even I I had my limitations, you know. Like,
0: no, no, I've never done any of that. That that's just no. Never done. No, that's that's. I'm glad that's one thing we both agree. We're like, yeah, no, heroin's bad. Heroin's real bad. Back then, now, the future. It's always bad.
1: Not (laughs) seeing what it could do to people, and it's like, no, and but. Once again, weak-minded people too. You know, I've seen these people just fucking crack like on just the well. It it could be that you know. It's like, but
0: but you never know, brothers. It's you're me and you're old enough now to know that. The drug use and the drug patterns that people have all have deep seated issues that usually stem from childhood, some sort of trauma or some sort of, you know, something that they just couldn't get over or get past. And they try to cover it up with that. And it is what it is. bro. Everybody has to you know, figure their own shit out. We're old enough now that we can look back at it and be like, bro, I know why I did this, because it wasn't just because of peer pressure, it was because, you know, this and this was happening in my family or, or or our love member just passed away or one of my friends just got shot or this or that. And that's why I did that. But now it's like, no, now it's just like, I just want to go home and smoke a bowl.
1: But the one thing I can tell you, <laughs> 80s, re- in the 80s, I'm sorry, we're in the 90s. Uh, speaking of drugs, I mean, it really brought marijuana to the more of the pop culture. Oh, forefront yeah. than any other decade, even though I know it was starting to become pop culture, like in the 60s, you know, oh, yeah, you know, but the 90s really made it feel like it wasn't taboo anymore. You know, yeah, Vietnam, the bands like. Yeah. Well, All the guys and, out there, smoking. Cypress Hill. and oh, I love Cypress Hill. Uh, just, it was just like the movie, the, the movie days and confused. I mean, Wu-Tang. It was, Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang uh, love Wu-Tang. Uh, I'm trying to think. All of 10 kind of, of them. Mother shit. But, but there was like metal bands and heavy metal bands that were really being like pro weed, like Pantaro was one. I remember that for sure. And it was like not being, weed wasn't as taboo as it once was, especially like uh, in the 80s.
0: It was a step above smoking a cigarette, bro. People yeah. thought that weed and a cigarette were the same
1: thing. They might as well have been the same thing. Yeah, by the 90s, people when it came to weed, people when it was like the teenagers like, mm-hmm, so. Cuz a lot yeah, of a like, lot of those parents of the 90s kids were probably weed smokers in their own time and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: oh yeah, when they were in college and they were, they were fighting to not go to war cuz they didn't want to go to war and get drafted. Mm-hmm. So, so they're just like, yeah, and everybody waited longer to have kids. You know, nowadays, motherfuckers. You know, they're still you get those, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. But most people now are literally, and they're just, they're just going back to how it was, where they're in their early twenties having kids. But my parents were, I think, were in their mid twenties when they were had when they had us. So, well, not mine. Uh,
1: well, my parents yeah. were uh, fifty and forty-two.
0: Yeah, no, we've talked about this. You were an oh baby. Yeah, no, baby. <laughs> oh shit!
1: Smoked it. I, I smoked. Yes. <laughs> <this. laughs> 90s weed um got nah, fuck i lost train of thought but yeah lsd was another one it kind of brought to the forefront that it stopped being taboo shrooms was another one yeah
0: um, well lsd i knew people that i had a friend um and you know right before high school or just in high like eighth grade, freshman year or something like that where his brother was like a genius like went to MIT was a genius and then started an experiment with LSD and he dosed himself so heavily one time that he literally lost all of the, like like motor function for 6 months he was like I comatose but then when he woke back up he wasn't he wasn't that person anymore he wasn't anybody anymore he wasn't as smart as he used to be like he could still get around and do minimal things and just but he wasn't like that intelligent guy that he could play himself. the piano yeah he, his prodigy like button fell away. Like it was just gone. And it was just like, and I seen that. And I was just like, damn, I'm like what happened to John? And they're like, yo, John's like he fucking tripped hard one time. And that was it. Yeah, I'm like for brain. real? And I then I asked his brother, Jason, I'm like, Jason, what happened to your brother? Like, was it because of the military? And he's like, no. It's like he fucking did acid and that was it. He did it one time. And I'm like, no, he had to do it more than one time for it to and he's like, I don't know, man. All I know is he just did it and he ain't never been the same. And I'm like shit. Like woo that's crazy. They would say it, that everybody that would happen to. And I was like, that can't be with everything because not even everybody that takes aspirin, it affects them the same or ibuprofen that affects them the same. You can't say that one thing is going to affect everyone exactly the same. Only thing that affects us all the same is uh, fucking the elements, <laughs> well, earth, firm, fire, I'm, wind and water.
1: I'm a firm believer of everybody should do LSD once in their life. Yeah, you know it shouldn't be a thing said, but everyone should do it once in their life.
0: Well, I don't even know if LSD, but some sort of hallucinogenic. Like even like psilocybin, you know, the stuff that's in mushrooms, like that stuff. I'd rather do that than I'd rather do LSD
1: because at least that I know came from the ground. LSD does something. I know people try to it's not the thing is, if you never did LSD, it's not the drug you people you think it is, you know, it's. It wasn't meant to be made. It wasn't made for that. I mean, come on. LSD was a government made fucking. Oh, yeah.
0: MKUltra brothers. They were trying to brainwash people and make them, you know, basically
1: sleeper cells. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But the thing was <laughs> with LSD, what it did, it opened up pieces of your brain that you didn't know existed. And it opened your mind up to different things. And I do. I do. I do.
0: I oh, I've read me. about it too. I know. Dude, yeah. We I, we've had our conspiracy theories talks about these before. God on
1: <laughs> truth, dude. The night I took LSD when I I dropped that asset for the first fucking time, I was Chris. I came out that bitch fatty, dude. You know, it was like, dude, they told me, dude, you need to do something. Something we all do. I'm like, what? What? And I was all scared because it started kicking in. They're like stand right here. And I stood and it was in front of the mirror. I stood in front of that mirror for an hour, dude. And it wasn't me in that mirror. It was fucking who I became. And this motherfucker talking back to me. And he's like, you will never be who you are again. Dude, it was crazy. And I came out, (laughs) dude, and I came out different. Dude, my whole attitude. Dude, swear to God. I was. I literally became fatty at that moment. I I was no longer Chris. And my attitude changed. Just like everything changed about me. The way I fucking dressed. I mean, it was just crazy. I was a whole different person. And it was nuts. And it's like, it opened up my things in my brain that I never knew existed and it was crazy and it's true I mean it was like oh you were just fucked up no I wasn't fucked up no
0: part of that is true though but that that, that that's what it is you know like they say we're all made out of stardust like all the elements that are in space are what the same elements that are in us
1: and it's on this planet so
0: everything's I had, connected
1: I had <laughs> confidence in myself that I never had in my whole life and I was 18 at that point never had before after that fucking I, it was fucking crazy and that's who I became I mean that's when I became who I became And I mean, you know, it it became a standing joke, but it's just, it's true, though. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie. You know, that's
0: what it was. That's what that's 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 how it affected you. And that's, you know, sometimes it does good. Sometimes it does not so good. Maybe sometimes you do it because you need some introspection and you need to actually like have your brain help you figure out what the hell is going on with you, Mm -hmm. you know, and open up different ways and to look at things different ways. But I tell people that all the time: psychedelics are the. Like obviously everything is with a grain of salt. Like you got to take everything, you know, uh, you know, not not overdosing on stuff. Like right. too much of anything is a bad thing. You know, it's all it's all about. Um, uh, what the hell? I can't even think of the word now. Oh well, I guess I'm just too high right now.
1: Well, um, I got one for you then. Uh, let's move on to like some of the '90s music then. Okay. Um, I think you and me I, I don't think we talked about it But I posted this on Facebook one time And I want to start here Because I posted on Facebook one time I was like this is the song that I knew the uh, 80s was over And it was D. Light, Groove is in the Heart uh-huh.
0: remember I remember when that I posted
1: song. I posted that one time And I think you liked it But yeah, yeah. I, I really believe that's the moment I knew, uh, The 80s was over when that song came out Because it was like everything That was a
0: trippy song too The video was great
1: Groove is in the heart You'd hear it in every club that that's when the like club music became almost exactly like that all the time, and then yeah. we started the- hip hop change. We started getting what N W. I mean like bands like N W A. and uh, Too Short, and uh, I mean hip hop changed. I mean then we started you know the eighties glam rock started to die, and we started to get grunge and thrash metal. Yeah,
0: all the hair metal bands from the eighties were gone. And, and then, country yeah, grunge- music
1: changed. Country even country music. Country music went from. I guess like uh, not. I don't want to say depressing but more up paced like lo- the line yeah, dance not, the fucking yeah, not, line not, dance not, was 90s like the fuck
0: not always Uh, that she stole my heart and she stole my truck and she even took the between, dog
1: between the line <laughs> dancing songs like achy breaky hard boo scoot boogie and all that shit and one individual I think in particular Garth Brooks changed oh, yeah. country fucking music forever I mean, Garth Brooks was is still considered probably the greatest country music artist of all time because, dude... I, I don't
0: know, know about, about that. that. I have no idea. I don't, I don't follow country music dude, like that. I, like, I, don't I, get me wrong. I listen to some of it. I didn't
1: listen but... to no country, but I listen to Garth Brooks. His songs really? are fucking good. They some, I, I, they're fun.
0: I will his take your concerts, word for it. Uh, dude,
1: this motherfucker came out... <laughs> oh, I've out heard of, his
0: concerts are awesome.
1: Dude, he came out of retirement, what was it, six years ago? No, no, it had to be longer than that, About seven, eight years ago. Finally, like after like 15 years of not touring and shit and he announced his tour Well, he came. He was hitting every city. And this even including here, I'm going to tell you, it happened every city you go to. He he would have two dates, the Friday and the Saturday show. Right. And I've never seen this before ever during doing a tour. All when the, t- the day, the day the tickets went on sale for every city, the Friday and Saturday sold out off the bat. Then they added a Sunday show. And that sold out as soon as they added that. Then they added a show on Saturday night after the first show, and it sold the fuck out. And that's the one I got tickets for. So after he did a Vegas style shit, every city he was going Jesus to, Christ, he man. did a show that night at the arena at seven o'clock or six o'clock, and came back out at ten o'clock for the show I was at and played to like one one thirty in the morning. Same exact setup dude it's like how the fuck did he do this a few hours earlier and dude the place blew the fuck up
0: that sounds about right
1: and he he changed the game he changed the game he brought it to the forefront of like where it is now guard brooks it's just no doubt about it. he's one of the greatest artists of all time
0: i know i hear i just i see a lot of the young guys that are out here like my, my girl chrissy she loves uh she loves kane brown she loves him. I actually like him too. He's cute, dude. He's actually very attractive. Him and his wife got a nice little song. That's a pretty cool song.
1: I can't remember what's it called, babe? Never heard of him.
0: Yeah, she doesn't know.
1: she doesn't remember anything. I was more of a uh Hank <laughs> Williams guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really listen to country music, man. I grew up on on, you know, a lot of uh you know, uh, East Coast hip hop. You sure. know, I had a lot of biggie, had a lot of like uh bone thugs. I but I like the West the Coast stuff too. Thing. Like I like Dre, I liked um uh Gorillas in the Mist, that Ice Cube uh crew with, with hit with uh with West Coast with, with Dub C. Oh, Mac one of 10. the best 90s
1: uh songs of all time. It's uh uh Today was a good day by Ice Cube, man.
0: Heard that yesterday too at the baby shower.
1: <laughs> and, and well, okay, I can I just thought about this, and there's no doubt about it, probably the greatest hip hop album of all fucking time, The Chronic. In '92, when that came out, I mean, yeah. that that that's the thing that changed the game forever. That album, because that album was just selling. Even, I mean, it wasn't even selling to it was you know those suburban white kids, but the suburban white kids who listened to rock were yep. buying it because it was just that good. Like myself, I mean, I didn't buy rap albums and shit, but oh uh, see, that I one. did.
0: I had, I think, I literally had every Wu Tang CD whenever it came out. Like the group, the first one, Enter the Thirty Six Chambers listen to that back and forth, listen to all the guys on there. Then I bought every single one of their individual CDs as they came out. So I had all of them. I had the old Dirty Bastard. I had the Rizza, I had the JZA, uh, I had Method Man's, I had, you know, Ghostface. I had all of them. bro. <laughs> it didn't I matter never, which one. I, of
1: I never really listened to Wu-Tang. The only album I was familiar well, I with was the old Dirty Bastard one because the shimmy, shimmy, y'all. Someone would yeah. always play that shit. I always got to kick out that song.
0: Well, the other thing too, Wu-Tang was just different. They were the first rap group that was 10 dudes. And what they did was when they signed their contract, it wasn't like that all 10 of them had to make one record. It's all 10 of them had to be on their records. So that's why everybody had their own record or their own album. So they have this one album that comes out with all of them on there. And then the next previous seven, eight albums that come out, Are of somebody else that's the title holder, not Wu Tang. And then everybody else is still on the tracks anyway. So you got like a Jizzah track, but it doesn't matter because Riz is on there too. So is Ghostface. So is Raekwon the Chef. Like, Mm -hmm. so they're they're all still on there. You God's still in there. Master Killer's still on there. Method's probably doing a hook somewhere. Like, so it was one of those things where, and I saw that and I was like, man, I really like rap. I've watched, you know, I was grew up, you know, in the '80s and '90s, so I like, you know, NWA and and Ice Cube and and Ice T. Even when Ice T went crazy and went with that hard rock, that Body hard count. metal. What was the name of the team or the Body the group?
1: Count. Body, Body C- Count.
0: Yeah, Cop Killer. That song. I Ooh. had
1: it. I had that album with Cop Killer on it. Yeah, that was a. It was actually good shit, dude. That that album oh, was yeah. pretty damn good.
0: Well, it's just funny, and then you know, I see Ice-T now on SVU. <laughs> it's like it's like all right, cool. Yeah. Okay, Detective Tutuola. Yeah, right. Sure, no
1: problem. Well, he played one in New Jack City at first, so it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was not used to it. He was already playing a cop.
0: Yeah, but one thing: playing a movie and then doing a regular dramatic role that's been on for 24 seasons or something. Played some a shit, rabbit you know what and tank girl. And shit. <laughs> the hell he he's was. played a lot of crazy stuff, bro. Didn't they hunt him in one of those movies? He was Surviving in a movie that. The yeah, Surviving the Game. Yeah, yeah, I remember that movie. That was a 90s movie too, isn't it?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like early, like 93, 94. No, yeah, it was around that. It was the early one. I couldn't tell
0: you when, but I'd have to Google it. But uh, but yeah, bro. I, I, but I used to listen to all that. So, but I listened to everything. Like, I was a guy from Chicago, and like a lot of cats in Chicago, they they were either all East Coast or all West Coast. But mostly a lot of guys East Coast, just because we we're in Chicago. and We're like, man, West Coast, we don't really got nothing. Like, we ain't got no no sunny beaches. We ain't driving no drop tops. Well, the 90s would
1: give us Snoop Dogg, Tupac, uh, Biggie Smalls. I mean, there was just a ton of them that the 90s gave us. Oh, dude,
0: the and Nas and Jay-Z going after each other in New York. That was great. That's still, Ether is still, I think, one of the best rap this, the records I've ever heard in my life. Like, listening to Ether, it's just he cuts him so cold on almost every verse. and <laughs> It's like, bro. <laughs> like if, then, I,
1: if I had to pick three albums of the 90s hip-hop that I, that were my favorite i'd have to go chronic doggy style and machiavelli
0: i yeah, no, you, you you man you gotta go listen to enter the 36 chambers bro that's a masterpiece bro i don't care that there's like 10 or 12 tracks on there and all of them are great like all of them are don't get me wrong i love the chronic and i love snoop Dogg, but this was just a collection. Like, I'm a big Wu-Tang guy, bro. I got a Wu-Tang shirt in my thing. I, I even wanted to get a Wu-Tang tattoo one time, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like
1: it. <laughs> I just love that song. <laughs> shibby, yeah, shibby, ODB, y'all.
0: bro. He was the craziest one, bro, because he was the most, like, out... Not outcast, but most flamboyant out of all of them. Remember, well, he, he rolled he, up on MTV Raps and he went to the said, welfare
1: station. Well, remember what they said in the racial draft? He changed his name from Old Dirty Bastard to Old Dirty Chinese Restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I remember
0: that. that it was great. <laughs> but no, there was that. Don't you, you don't remember that interview when he was on? I think it was on MTV oh, Raps that. or something. And they went with them in a limo for him to go collect food stamps this dude's got a platinum album and he's making tons of money how are you on food stamps bro like what like <laughs> and i'm like and he just goes rolls up in a limo bro and i'm like uh oh, bro that's so extra i'm like this is ridiculous bro well I mean, they're older I, didn't care
1: i i think 90s also had bands that i think a lot of people forget about that were fucking great like uh one of my favorite girl bands of all time believe or not was in vogue
0: oh i liked in vogue
1: i god i I love that first album and especially the song off the set it off soundtrack don't let go i mean i was just that's a good movie too dude
0: queen latifah was so bad i've never seen
1: the movie but I
0: oh you never I, seen
1: the movie bro nah.
0: bro you got to watch it one day i will watch it. they
1: rob a bank a bunch of girls rob a bank and shit and all not that. just
0: that but it's just it's even more than that because queen latifah in there she's funny like when she'll steal somebody's car she'll go through their cds young kids out there won't know what this is but cds are <laughs> compact disc where you had music on kind of like an mp3 player which you probably don't know what that is either um <laughs> It's like a smaller version of a record.
1: <laughs> no, they definitely don't know it. That's the
0: And it's digital. <laughs> that part they might understand is digital. Because she would take out the CDs and shit of the people's car who she's stealing and throw them out the window because she was like, oh, this is garbage. This is trash. She wanted to listen to something while she just stole their car. <laughs> and she'd just be throwing this, leaving fingerprints everywhere. Just, uh, whatever. And to believe she
1: started as like an activist rapper, then became a movie mm-hmm. star from a. Uh, house party two, it was it house party two? Yeah, I was the first thing I could remember her in was house party two. She was uh, which uh, Tisha Campbell's uh, roommate.
0: See, I can't, I don't remember her house. See, I don't remember how all the house parties they all kind of just melded together. Well, not to the me. first
1: two. I like the first. I, 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 I don't remember
0: the third one. I've lost too many brain cells. I've figured I filled that those brain cells up with a bunch of you know, nonsense information that I have in my brain that I spit out at my. Oh speaking uh,
1: my, of nineties pop call it fucking house party the original. <laughs> kick his fucking ass.
0: You know, there's coming out with a new one, right?
1: They already did. It bombed. No, I thought a, I just no, they re- I thought I just released it. Like just I, recently. Yeah, and it didn't do shit. No one
0: cared. I not think so. Yeah, because it was supposed to be like, like like LeBron's house or some shit. Oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's I remember seeing a preview for it, like, you know, get those stupid Facebook targeted ads. And it's like just scrolling through and it's like new movie. And I'm like, huh, eh, what's this house party? Huh? Nope. It's like LeBron's house. And I'm like, oh, I don't really care. House
1: party care. with no kid in play. Yeah, real good. <laughs> that was like their movie. Yeah, yeah
0: that like, was their whole thing. I mean, the whole kid in have kids have house
1: parties anymore like that? I mean,
0: do I... kids have house parties like that anymore? Like daytimes? That's what we used to call them. I, I don't
1: know. I don't know, man. That's. I don't know.
0: <laughs> what did you guys call them down here? Kind of, You grew up down here, but we okay. called them up north. We call them daytimes. What like, hey, do y'all do going to the daytime? Just
1: like a party or a house party? I mean, it was really no name. It was just a party.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, we called them daytimes.
1: But, I mean, like- a lot of kids <laughs> didn't throw those. I mean, a lot of people didn't do those. I mean, it was very rare. I mean, if anything, everybody went to the lake and, uh, you know, to a hangout spot. Not so much to a house. Unless you were hanging with your partner. Oh, no, but this was
0: like during the week. Like this would be like a Thursday. Morning. Oh, oh, no, no, I don't. Remember. <laughs> this is this. That's why we call them daytimes, because it would be like a Thursday morning. Yes, where... there
1: was. It was called my apartment back in nineteen ninety-five, <laughs> <laughs> And that was seven days a week.
0: Yeah, no, we didn't have any of those. But we But and then that's another thing y'all don't got down here is uh, basements. I grew up with basements. No. So like when you'd go to somebody's house, you usually just go to the backyard and then go downstairs their basement because that's where they're probably having the house party because nobody was allowed in the rest of the part of the house even though mom and dad were at work but no just keep it all downstairs dj everything (laughs) you're just like okay
1: (laughs) i know that must have been cool i always seen basements in movies and like wow that's so awesome
0: (laughs) it is it's 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 cool and then it's not cool because it's also scary as shit because it's like some people's basements weren't like finished basements like the basement i grew up in It was a finished basement. Like, they had a pool table, a full bar. They had a fridge. We had our big screen down there. Mm -hmm. My dad and I, like, redid the floors and made a tool room and turned a quarter of that tool room into a stand-up shower with a sink and a toilet. We made a laundry room. Like, we did all kinds of shit. Like our But even sometimes I'd, like, open the door, especially as a young, 14 years old, open the door, going downstairs, there's. Just It's just like, man, it seems creepy. And then once you get down the stairs and you turn the corner, you're like, oh, I forgot. This is like a normal place. It's right. like a living room. It's just like another living room that I, I I'm allowed d- to go in. I didn't see
1: my first basement until about eight years ago when I went to Missouri and I went to you know, someone's house and I'm like, you have a basement? And they're like, yeah. I'm like,
0: can I please go down there? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what it's like.
1: But actually, but that's not true. There are buildings in New Orleans uh, that do have basements because. I don't want to say where, but there is somewhere uh, I go to every week for work that has a basement. I got to go down in Saint Charles. Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to do that house too. No, no. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll we'll say it's a house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a house. <laughs> yeah, but somebody. It's a dwelling. Yeah. It's a yeah. dwelling. Yeah. So yeah, so that I mean, but that technically wasn't my first basement, but the one in missouri was and it was like yeah well the basements
0: out here are different because you're already we're already underwater like Mm -hmm. we're basically like just at at sea level or below sea level at at certain points of the you know wherever you're driving um but up there it was just that's what everybody had everybody had a basement like i would sleep in my basement in the 90s almost every summer all the time because my room was upstairs and like what used to be in an attic so i wasn't trying to sleep up there it's too hot and the basement was always nice and cool always nice so
1: 80s man (laughs) Dude it's awesome, bro. Wood paneling all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, where why where can't we go in the nineties, bro? Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me let me go somewhere. Real we
0: were quick. talking about music. So. We're
1: talking about music. So yeah, so let's kind of let's uh change the direction a little bit. Let's go uh, a little rock. Um, I know it's probably a little bit more my speed, but uh, yeah. I think. But one thing we could both agree on, and you probably remember this. Uh, the one that changed everything for rock in the nineties was definitely uh, Smells Like Team Spirits by Nirvana.
0: Oh no, I, Nirvana when they came out was.
1: That changed By the generation. Oh yeah.
0: That they grunge, were the start of grunge. Yeah. Yes. They were they were definitely, I think to me, they may not have been technically, you know, well the, the grunge the thing was already grunge.
1: around, but it was still up in the Seattle area, not mainstream. It was that, very it regional. Mainstream. It was
0: regional. Mm-hmm. Like kind of how like baseball is now. Baseball's not a national pastime, it's a regional sport. Depending on where you're at, that's who you like. Yeah. But yeah. Nirvana smells like teen spirit when I first I remember when that's the first one of the first few times I saw a video with the closed captioning scrolling across the bottom. Yeah, I
1: remember because you
0: could because I didn't know what like, what the hell are they saying? My libido. What? An albino. What the fuck's going on? A fucking mosquito. (laughs) Exactly. Like, what? I don't understand what he's saying. None of these words. He's just saying words that rhyme together. But it sounds really good because the beat is awesome. (laughs) <laughs> and I like, bought dude, that
1: that album was so fucking good. I mean, it has my favorite song is not even familiar, it's uh lithium. And it was just so fucking good that whole album. And that's when the whole grunge thing really blew up. You start like I mean a lot of those bands were already around with albums like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden yeah. and uh Pearl Jam, uh, Chili yeah. Peppers well, Chili Peppers one grunge, they were more of the funk. They've and Chili Peppers have been around since the early eighties, so uh god and that blew up then the thrash metal really start to hit because Metallica still I mean 92 with that black album it was like they were everywhere Metallica
0: oh yeah know, and the oh.
1: salmon uh, oh my goodness the
0: that's Unfor- good that's and... uh, on that video I still that's one of my favorite videos of all time Unforgiven
1: where, uh, uh, where he's a little baby yeah, yeah. He turns, he's the
0: baby then he turns and he, he just spends his whole life in this hole and you're just like what like this is like talk about art direction, like and then the music just playing over it and it's just like bro, this is this is actually really cool. I don't know why I like this video, but this is weird.
1: <laughs> then another band that came, made it through the eighties was uh Guns N' Roses when they brought out oh, their two albums, and I I mean I talked about it before on the show. You know, the "You Could Be Mine" kind of just changed my life forever. The song and uh. They were another thing and like the thrash Metals like the bands like Pantera You were starting to hear about now uh, Marilyn Manson Would come along down the road you yeah. was, the, the, the the hard metal was starting to get a, Like a little like mainstream Like it never had before And a lot like I think a lot of music Did that really never had A chance like the nails, Nails, The industrial music was starting To yeah. make the fucking charts And yeah. it's like I want to fuck
0: you like an animal Like what
1: Yeah, that's what put, I mean, that would put them, like, commercial. (laughs) I mean, that fucking one line, if that one line is not said, they're probably not as commercial as they are, and it's crazy, and they just became mainstream after that, I mean, even though they were around for fucking years. I mean, I could show you a movie where Trent Reznor's in there with his original band, and no one even knows, and it's a fucking Michael J. Fox movie. Really? It's Trent Reznor with his band, like, this fucking 80s techno band and shit. Yeah, oh, it was shit. a movie called Light of Day. It was actually a good fucking movie. Him and Joan Jett. Dang, and That sounds familiar. It's a good fucking movie. Joan it Joan Jett's not an actress, but she played a fucking great part in it's Because she kind of played herself and it was fucking good. And like they, they're like a bar band, Trent's band, and they're just in the bar and they're like, Oh, who's this band? And and there's Trent right there on the fucking stage.
0: Yeah, it wasn't uh wasn't um uh, Guns N' Roses, weren't they on the soundtrack of like Young Guns?
1: no that was bon jovi was that bon jovi and john okay. bon jovi okay play the glory as one of the great 90s songs
0: yeah there you go well that's what i was thinking see those bands sometimes they i just get them all confused because i wasn't really big into I by I this the road point with
1: terminated too
0: like yeah because by this point i was just deep into you know Wu Tang and Nas and Biggie and Tupac going at each other, and Snoop was on the scene. And I was just all in this rap, and everybody hung out was in this rap. So there wasn't, you know, much rock music getting played unless I went to my friend's house who lived out in the suburbs. <laughs> 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 and he was obviously much, much lighter than I was. <laughs>
1: right, right. And he was but also
0: yeah. a, a tech genius,
1: you know. But yeah, music is strong. Okay, I'm sorry, bro.
0: No, I was say, yeah, he's just one of those kids that, you know, was computer proficient at a very young age, but like to hang out in the city because, you know, his parents were rich. That's right. just, yeah, it's like, whatever, dude. My parents have money. I don't got money. It's like, yeah, right. But you can get whatever you want. Yeah, but I don't give a shit.
1: It's like, that's fine. Um, another genre of music that really blew up in the 90s, too, was club music. Like these oh, yeah, house music single, sing, you know, just a single song from an artist and you'll never mm-hmm. hear from him again. That, those were huge.
0: Oh, dude! You remember all the house music back in the day? That's that's what we used to be at the house parties. At uh, when when we were, it was just a bunch of house music, bunch of deep bass and why like the same stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was like the Kenny's. Key- oh, you weren't around for Kenny's Key. Well, no, no, Kenny's Key wasn't no longer around when you moved here. It was a club on in on uh, North Arnold called Kenny's Key West, and it's a it's a bar now. It's still around, but not the Kenny's Key West. And that was like their theme song. No, no, no. I'm sorry, it wasn't that song. It was uh that other song by him, Get Ready for This. It oh, yeah, like,
0: that get was that ready scene. for this. Playing that Bulls song, at Bulls games all the time. Cotton Eye Joe.
1: Get up, get up, got Eye Joe. Oh, my get God, up, I forgot. Joe.
0: I remember that shit. Those songs were fucking weird. Right. But they also, they they, they, are, they were catchy. That's all you needed to be. Just needed yeah, to be I catchy.
1: Mean, like the 80s, 80s, 90s had a bunch of one hits, uh, uh one hit wonders too. I mean, a lot. Yeah. Oh, Vanilla Ice. Remember him? <laughs> right. Actually, Vanilla Ice probably made it bigger than most of the other than one hit ones. Uh, at least they people made a, remember him. They
0: made a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle song about him. Remember? He made that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Go
1: Ninja. Go yeah, the Ninja, ninja Rap. Till. Well, he was <laughs> in the movie. He was in part
0: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, they had a whole yeah. scene where they had like all of a sudden, it's like they were fighting and then all of a sudden now there's a concert going on. When they what? Had the What's going on? Super Shredder? It's so stupid. Hey, I got these movies are so dumb. I got too, one. Bro. Cool. I bet you They're never knew this.
1: So you dumb. know who played uh, uh, Super Shredder? No, Kevin Nash, man, from wrestling.
0: No, you're kidding me. Yeah, Diesel
1: that's, Yeah, that's who uh, <laughs> Super Shredder was.
0: Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, that's a piece of trivia. I would have
1: had to just look up. <laughs> yeah, that oh was man even though that that shit was stupid as fuck the super shredder i was oh come wall. they were
0: all it was just like they can never the cartoon movies the animated movies would be much better than the live action movies of our same character like the, any like transformers if they made a live action back then it would have been shit
1: it's a good way to segue to movies uh one of the great travesties of the 90s Street fight of the movie Oh my god, that's the worst movie. The bro. only reason that what makes that movie tolerable to watch is Raul Julio Bison. That was the only reason that movie is even tolerable. he
0: was funny as Bison, bro. That's yeah, like
1: that's what made it good. I mean, I thought whatever. Bison
0: was supposed to be some big Russian dude. I remember playing the video game and he was a Russian dude. I, this guy's Spanish, he's clearly like, like he's like from Spain.
1: <laughs> well, they never said no, I, I they never said he actually because his fighting board was in Thailand. So they really never said like what kind of nationality he was. It was just that uniform. I think a lot of people just missed no, it. But yeah. Zangriff was Russian.
0: So oh, he, yeah, he was. He, he was
1: Russian. But they really never said where uh, Bison was from. But he his uh, board was always Thailand. Right, with but a bunch of Thai th- Thailand. And the, the 90s movies were just, they were either really, really good or they were super shit. Hey, speaking of Raw, Julie, he probably played in one of the best 90s adaptions, The Adams. Oh, The Adams
0: Family? family? Oh, no, he's yeah. the best. Gomez, Go man, no, yeah, he manhaw oh yeah, they, them, them two, dude. yeah, them two were like the best. Gomez and and uh, and Morticia yeah,
1: Adams. They, they're, they're, well, the they're, whole they're cast. Better. I mean, the, well, the main people because they had to change the. I think the Lurches and the the grandmas, because in the second movie, Carol Kane was the grandma. I think it may have been the same Lurch, though. But yeah, and Uncle Fester was the same. He was yeah, great. Christopher Lloyd, yeah, <laughs> yes, and son. and the two kids, Christina, Ricky. <laughs> Oh, oh, Christina Ricci's! She's she, she stole the second movie. That was her movie. I mean, I love it when they the Indians and they burn oh it the kids. I see that
0: clip almost every almost once a week, bro. I see a clip of of her.
1: We like, like highballs and we will make jewelry on side of the road
0: yeah you're like what and then all of a sudden arrows are coming at them there's a fire call like they're they're ejecting kids left and right the little kid in the wheelchairs rolling around in his wheelchair tying up the, the stake it
1: was great
0: i was like oh my god it's, this is a mutiny it's a it's all of a sudden they because they beca- these native americans have gone wild i was like holy crap and the little kid too that loved christina Ricci was like mi amor i'll do anything for you i was like what the hell i'm like okay he's seen he's seen, he's seen her dad that's that's all it is he's just seen her dad or it's maybe <laughs> something about these adams women
1: <laughs> yeah, i really believe that was her that was her movie like the first one was kind of based around fester and this one i think that was hers oh
0: man all the movies that were good in 90s. is you're seen um Juice with Tupac.
1: I never saw the movie. Y'all, are you shit. kidding me, bro? I, I've never seen Pulp fucking Fiction either. So, you know, you haven't fun. seen Pulp Fiction. No, I just got Christy to watch it like six oh, months ago. Lance has given me shit about that for the past like five years. Dude, man. it's a great movie, bro.
0: You gotta, it's Vin Rames, you know, Bruce Willis, John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson. I know
1: I'm gonna watch it. Oh my so god, that's get, such a good so get movie, that, bro. So I can get that monkey off my back, you know,
0: Uma Thurman. <laughs> like, I
1: like, I, oh. I never watched. Well, I've seen clips of it, like the dance scene and when they inject the adrenaline. I've seen shit like that. Oh
0: yeah, the her and they right the got to hit right in the Got to stab her right, right in the heart three times. No, just once. <laughs> oh man, you! I can't believe you haven't seen some of these movies, bro. But then you'll you'll come out with some obscure movie that you've seen from like 1967 that's barely black and white and uh it's think, got subtitles in french I, <laughs>
1: didn't. I did have older parents
0: yeah i know bro but you hung out with
1: younger kids <laughs> you know well i in my early age i didn't have friends so i'd watch a lot of john wayne <laughs> oh my goodness that explains the country music now now uh, i understand no no, <laughs> no i no, i didn't watch country music but my parents would like and I mean we'd have to go back to the 80s. I mean, they they didn't. My dad like I, I saw aliens when I was a kid or alien when I was like six. And my dad was like, oh fuck it, who cares? Hey, look at Sigourney's ass. You know, he ain't fuck. You know? <laughs> it like it terminated. I watched Terminate and Linda Hamilton and uh 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 old oh boy fucking in my dad's like, oh fuck it. It's a good movie. You like robots, don't you, son?
0: You know, dude remember <laughs> that one line in Alien when uh when Sigourney Weaver's yelling at everybody, She's like, get it together. He's like, it's over, man. Bill Pullman. It's uh, over, man. It's uh, over. Paxton. Yeah, or Bill Paxson. My bad. Wrong Bill. Game no, over, all of man. The Game over. I know. He's like, so you're telling me you can't handle it? This little girl has <laughs> been here by herself for six months. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, she got a point there. Little girl's been lasting there for a long time. You guys got weapons. But then yeah. he dies. So, yeah. that, you know, yeah. that's, aliens that's- would
1: have one of the greatest female characters of all time in Vastcast god i was in love with that woman as a child really dude that was all dude when i was growing up she was all the boys' favorite what's her name again
0: Vasquez. i can't i can't even think who you're, th- you're talking the,
1: the, about the the okay she was uh, she would she, she couldn't do this shit today but that was Jeanette goldstein who played vast the spanish chick in uh aliens you know let's rock and What's her name? Annette what? Jeanette Goldstein. She, she, she was in a lot of She was in uh, Lethal Weapon. She was the mom in Titanic that was holding her babies while the ship sank. Oh, okay. Now I know what you're talking Jeanette about. Jeanette Goldstein. You know if you've seen it. She was in Lethal Weapon 2. She's, she was the, the the adopted mom in Terminator 2. The one. Well, yeah, John. Wolfie's okay. That was her. Jeanette yeah. Goldstein.
0: Yeah, see, I don't remember her. I don't remember what she looked like back in the day.
1: Yeah, she was. Dude, she's like one of the most famous characters to ever come out that fucking uh that uh franchise. Hmm. Fast cast.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, Pretty so good. you haven't seen Juice, so can't talk to you about that. One of the you well, know, good. Like, that was a really good movie. Tupac played really good in that. Omar Epps, I believe, was in that.
1: I just remember um, the little fat kid from uh, Lean on Me was in it. What? Sam's. You remember Sam's? You want to jump off the building, Sam's? You do drugs? You do crack? Go ahead, yeah. jump. Jump. Sam. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Clark? <laughs> that, that, that's the movie where I discovered Morgan Freeman, man. <laughs> I love Morgan Freeman. Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was a great fucking Robin Hood movie.
0: Was That's a good movie. Um, You ever see the princess uh, the Princess Bride. Really? Really? <laughs> well, you didn't see fucking Juice. And you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. So really? I thought you wouldn't, ever seen, you wouldn't have seen some of these other classic movies. Well, That's one of my favorite the movies Princess of all time.
1: Bride had Andre the Giant in it. <laughs> Hello, lady. I got four uh, white horses.
0: In case we find the lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ever heard the story your girl told about Andre the Giant on the set? Like they were filming, it was super fucking cold, and she was freezing. And Andre put his hand over her head like this, and it like literally covered her face. And she said, whole body warmed up like that. Well, yeah, the dude was massive. Oh, you've he heard hands you, and fingers and shit. Oh,
0: no, he had his hands, his hands were like frying pans, they were so big. But you've heard the stories of him just drinking oh. beer. There was one where he got so drunk that he well, they were overseas and he got so drunk in in the lounge area. Of the hotel and he was so big that they just let him sleep and they just put blankets yeah. and shit over. Him. <laughs> They're just like, we weren't gonna one move him. And so he wasn't getting back to his room. And there was that no, we weren't gonna upset him by waking him up. So we just let him sleep. And I was like, right? Yeah, I would've let Andre the Giant sleep, sir. I would let that motherfucker just be just chilling there, snoring his ass off after drinking six cases of beer like it's water. Beer cans looked like they were like thimbles in his hand. I've seen a picture, and it's like that doesn't even look like that's a real beer can. Like that looks like a toy beer can. It's like when they change perspectives on a on a picture when it looks really really big because it's close, but then when you move it away, it's like oh it's not that big at all. <laughs> that's how it was when it would come from his hand. It was like oh that looks small, and then you'd grab it. You're like oh this is a gallon,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> like right. Well, This this is, this doesn't seem right. Something's not right about this picture.
1: Um, want to segue into something real quick? Oh, uh, back or uh, into something now? Um, ah, uh, what it was not from I want to move from movies to like more like uh like things that kind of changed oh and not want to say changed like li- things that got labeled like extreme in the 90s everything became extreme extreme championship oh, yeah. wrestling extreme games extreme X games and
0: mountain Dew didn't have didn't have an extreme drink like extreme cold red, you know? Yeah, well, then, then they had then they had the X Games. That's when the X Games started. The
1: X Games started. Yeah. And that's
0: when it's like, oh, look, snowboarding's a sport. Skateboarding's no, I, no, that a was, sport.
1: Well, that was before the snowboard. They even have. It, was, it started with uh, bikes oh, yeah. and uh, skateboard.
0: BMX. Yeah, yeah. BMX and, and skateboard. Those were the – but I'm just saying, like, it eventually evolved into that within the 90s. But it was just one of those X Games. I remember X Games. I remember the first time I saw X Games. I'm like, what? I'm like, it, people it, are considered athletes for – you know, doing on skateboard
1: came back because of that. I mean, skateboarding took like after the eighties, mid eighties, skateboarders started kind of falling off, and then the extreme games or X Games came around, and everybody wanted to ride skateboards again. Yep, I busted my
0: ass on a skateboard many a time.
1: Right, I've
0: jumped many a ramp on on a skateboard and a, and or a BMX, trying to do shit that they would do, and I'm like, yep, I got a scar somewhere like <laughs> on my lip right here from when I hit the ground. Face first, after my handlebars went sideways, right? <laughs> I just went straight down, bam, landed face first. And I'm like, Who did you guys do a fight with? And I'm like, Nobody. I fell outside. My lip was swole, just bleeding out my face. I'm, thank God I didn't lose a
1: tooth. I was so uncool. I, I could never ride a skateboard. I could never get that put your foot on the front and then kick. I could never get that shit down right. <laughs> never. And so I was like, No, this is not for me. I'll no, stick I could ride a I... bicycle.
0: I could ride a skateboard. I could ride a bike. I just couldn't. I didn't like rollerblades. They hurt my ankles. I didn't like ice skating.
1: I think I was growing growing up I think I was just a fat kid. I couldn't ride a skateboard. Oh, no,
0: it had nothing to do with fat. I seen fat kids ride skateboards all the time.
1: Yeah, and I bet they fall <laughs> the fuck off too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all fall off, bro. Everybody falls off the skateboard. Bro.
1: Whoa, but, falling off once said enough for me. I was like, well, I'm done with this shit. <laughs> this ain't for me.
0: Like everything hurts now. <laughs>
1: Fuck oh uh, that I mean I did look I did crazy shit with my bicycle I mean I would we would you know do the ramps Like the people built for the skateboards Oh yeah and you then too. fucking one time I fucking like when I hit the ramp Instead of pulling back I went forward So I just went face first And the bike my legs <laughs> were Still caught on the pedal so the bike oh, no. was, Like my body oh, was like no. I going. the people on camera see like my body Was going this way this is my feet And it's my that's how it's going And the scorpion bike, and yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And the bikes, the weight of the bikes, it is like I'm really like, bent and about to break in half. And my neck's just doing this and my legs are coming over me like this.
0: <laughs> True scorpion. That's what that is. I remember that. I remember and, when first I never knew what the name of that term was called until you know like 10 years ago. They're like, Yeah, it's a scorpion. And I looked and like, what do you mean? He's like, Yeah, when your head goes over your feet and you're you're basically like bending yourself in half. I'm like, Oh, it does look like a scorpion because of the tail. It's <laughs> like how oh, that makes sense.
1: How I didn't never broke a bone or lost a tooth is amazing. M- fucking incredible. Because oh, like bro. I I have I've wiped out hardcore and it's like Some scrapes, some bruises, that's it. No broken bones, nothing like that, you know? I've broken some stuff.
0: Uh, My wrist clicks because I jammed my thumb so bad that it swelled up most of my hand, and they are like, yeah, you almost broke your hand. But I couldn't write for like three weeks with my right hand. So I'm I'm in high school trying to write with my left hand, trying to like do work with my left hand. I'm not left-handed. Like, like not even a little. Whoa. So how that many, was how many oh, people that,
1: teased it like, dude, you got to stop doing that shit, bro. Are you gonna yeah, hurt no, you? I, even I, the more. The jokes,
0: <laughs> the jokes were endless. But then they when they when they would see my hand out without the cast on or without like the soft cast on, it was black and purple, and it looked like somebody tried to rip my thumb off. And they just didn't get a chance to. And they're just like, after a while, people were just like, yeah, nobody even made fun of it anymore because they're just like, no, that looked like it really hurt. <laughs> they're like, that looked bad, Gary. Like, but I didn't really, you know, I had, I had a small group of friends. I had you know the guys on the football team you know the guys in the baseball team yeah some friends outside of that but not very many
1: yeah yeah but when i well when i played i was like fucking i, I speak to myself and like i said it wasn't until the next year of high school when i had to ask it a trip anything. <laughs> it's like <laughs> come back today she's like who is that guy this it's, it's guy with Dang. the trench coat what the hell's going on there, here there is there, there is no more chris there is only fatty <laughs>
0: <laughs> i am legion yeah
1: dude that's how it was dude and that and that's because that by that summer too i lost like fucking loss of weight too because i was when i was working at the strip club I'd mm-hmm. walk to the strip club. It was like a two mile walk every back. It was from the apartment complex mm-hmm. to the front of Lafayette Park. That's where the strip club was. Oh, okay. It was one of them buildings. It's not there no more. But yeah, that's where the strip club was. The pool you used to clean. Yeah. Right that's, that's, a street, that's just
0: that's just a straight shot.
1: Yeah. I'd walk that every back, every there night, every night and back every night. During the summertime and it was back then it was humid as fuck. You'd be sweating. Dude, there'd be times where I'd be getting out of Downs Lounge, going straight to the fucking bus stop. Coming out of the fucking strip bar going to school, smelling like cigarettes and fucking uh sweaty ass. <laughs> exactly. Gross. All titties. fucking zooming on Coke, like, I gotta go to school. You gotta learn algebra today. <laughs> Algebra's gonna be awesome. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of that's where I learned about cocaine was the fucking strip club. That sounds about right. That, that's like, on, that seems like that's a place for here. It. And it was a <laughs> dead night one night. I think it was a like a Tuesday or Wednesday night. And no one's there. And they invited me to come in the dressing room, which I always got to go back in. And half of them were naked and sitting there doing blow. And they're like, you I did this. And, you know, me. Yeah, I've done it all the fucking time. Yeah, fucking <laughs> right. I'm like, oh shit, starting to sweat and shit.
0: <laughs> trying to suck it, trying to suck it through your mouth like a straw. Like I'm this is like, how you, fuck, you do it, right? Riding all these
1: hot ass <laughs> bitches, yo. You better do this shit. <laughs>
0: Like, no,
1: it's not powdered sugar, sweetie. The thing I did for fucking to some titties and ass, man.
0: <laughs> well, we were all dumb, bro. <laughs> we're all dumb. We're all dumb. That's why I tell all the kids now, bro. All, all, all the little twenty-something year olds that are that hang out here at the house. I tell them all the time. I said, look, man, if you grow up and not look back and think that you weren't a dumbass when you were this age, then you haven't learned shit. I was like, "Cause boy, the stupid shit that I've done when I was a kid," and thank God I don't have any evidence of it because our technology is not nearly as high tech as the shit is it now. Right? I ain't got a Snapchat, nothing. I ain't got a videotape, shit. I would have a phone. We had phones. That's the other thing. The '90s beepers, bro, or a pager. And if you're oh. real cool, you had a Sky Pager that actually said words on it.
1: No, I didn't have the guy. <laughs> I just had my regular Motorola. Yeah,
0: pager. I didn't have a Sky Pager either, but I had friends that had Sky Pagers, so they were like, they would get a text. Of their, you know, message. And I'm like, what is it,
1: that? Wasn't, wasn't that the ones you spoke to and it would mm-hmm. send it in a text? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it
0: was like the first text that you could ever get. I remember my first texts were 143 and and uh, hello and uh, hi. Yeah, exactly. Or boobs. We had to use number <laughs> codes back then. One eighty seven. Exactly. Yeah. Four one hashtag four one one, which wasn't hashtag, it was pound sign four one one. Yeah, everybody put four no. one,
1: call them right back. He's like he you yep. still never got a call back. So that was like no, pointless never. to even put it, you know. Yeah,
0: well payphones. That's the other thing. These kids don't know what they are anymore. Payphones. Like that's dude, another
1: nineties thing. Dude, it's funny. It, uh, when I was in my apartment, it's when I was on my dealing my weed dealing fucking i'd have my pager so i had i had to a rule you, if you didn't come to my house to hang out all the time you were not allowed to my house to come get a weed now if you hung out all that the time sense. you were allowed to come over so i told you look page me i will call you back dude right there you know where the hospital is and shit right there well I'd go walk to the back of that apartment, con- you know. It was at that little street, and it take me like two minutes to walk to the payphone inside the hospital, dude. I got so used to going in that they knew me by name, the people at the front desk <laughs> at night, because it was only ten cents. It wasn't a twenty-five cent phone. It was ten cents, and I, oh, that's what's up. I got I had a shitload of doms, and hello, yeah, dude. I'd be when I was dating a chick, I would fucking be on that phone for like three hours. Sitting there, shit. The dude be like, "Chris, you need a drink? Go and get a coffee, shit. Bring me a drink. It was great getting phone service. Yeah, I would go do my wheel, my weed deals at fucking the fucking Lakeside Hospital, and I'd be uh meet me at the corner in a few minutes. You'll see me walking. I'll get in your car.' You know." that'd be it but yeah i'd walk to the fucking hospital and use the pay phone to do weed deals.
0: yeah because going through that back way it's not it really isn't that far that neighborhood is really weird it's its confusing because it looks much that bigger was than before it is
1: they had the uh the outpatient place there mm-hmm. it, it, they didn't have that yet so it was like once you walked in back of that little street for like less than a half a block you could walk literally in back at a hospital where the little rock road was where all the maintenance was was
0: the library still there yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And it was okay. like in between the hospital and the library. They had like a little maintenance rock road that ran in the back. Of the. Yeah, hospital. no, no. I
0: know exactly what you're talking about. And, I know, yeah, I know that I was, little neighborhood. And that was
1: before they had the outpatient thing. So as soon as you make that little turn by the parking lot, I mean, to go in the, the front of the hospital was right then. I'd walk in, same guy pretty much every night at the front counter. And be like, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, you, you talk to old <laughs> lady? though," you know, "you a quick one. a ah, quick one. He probably knew what the fuck I meant by quick one,
0: too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: I'm he was, he wasn't he never dumb, be like, bro. what you holding?
0: <laughs> what and you I mean, need, bro? He's like, I don't know. I'm giving my pager number. <laughs> Even though I'm going to come right back here to this phone to call you. from. <laughs> 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 oh, man. pages were fun, bro. And then I would always I like, have to use that excuse for my mom. Because you know, never my dad. It was always my mom that would always be texting me. I mean, like, you know, with the house phone
1: number on there. And uh you know always nine one one always nine one one yeah, that was another f- yeah, that's the one to call you back nine one one it wasn't four one one it was yes. 9- well, four one one was just
0: like what kind of information you got, or what's I've been hearing something, so I need to only need some info, but yeah nine one one um or or you would put your code. So then you know who it was like because it, it was a strange number, it wasn't your house number no more mm-hmm. like if I texted, if I, if I would page one of my boys, I would always hit you know uh, pound twenty two so then they knew it was me. That something they could call me back. Because if I didn't put that, they wouldn't call it back. Like I used to get a, a page and I'd see the number and I don't know the number and I don't see a code after the number. I'm not calling you back. I'm not spending my quarter. What Are you kidding me? I look like I have money. <laughs> I Had to right? save my dollar seventy nine so I can go get a forty later. That's I had why to spend I had to a quarter to on the you,
1: hospital, ten cents, baby. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I, well, saved I didn't have a hospital.
1: cents for an extra call, you know. <laughs> well, I didn't have a
0: hospital, bro. I had a park, and my house was a mile and a half away. It I wasn't walking amazing. all the way back I was home doing all that
1: shit where my daughter would be born. What uh, six years later, or five years later? Yeah, it was about be six years later. Uh, how life changes right. so fast. It is what it is, bro. She was born went to that phone's like, "Hello, friend. <laughs> it's been a while." Oh my goodness, pagers, <laughs> bro. My god, pagers are so fucking I had, I think I had like two of them. I at one point, I think it was what, it had to be around 97, I actually had a pager and a cell phone. Yes, god. you know, I didn't I don't remember
0: getting a cell phone until like 99-2000. That's when I finally got like a cell because they were just still too expensive. Yeah, and then even is. getting it then—that's why it was it very long. And then even then, it was still expensive because we didn't have free nights and weekends yet. No, nope. like, that wasn't even an option. Fuck, No, there was no unlimited anything. You couldn't pay for unlimited. Psst, the Fuck out of here. No, that's... cell phones
1: companies charging you. You yeah. know, free 15 nights cents. may have been like the only thing they offered at that point. I think may may I'm even saying that with a maybe.
0: It depended on who you were. If you're like MCI or some shit, I had or prom, Sprint. Though.
1: Yeah, exactly. I remember I had PrimeCore. I remember Prime Co. And they,
0: Prime they, Core is what, like, Cricket Wireless is now.
1: I think <laughs> to get everything booked up for my first cell phone, I think it cost me, like, $400. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. And it was fucking insane, dude. Dude, dude I, had like, a- ever again.
0: I had AT&T, and they were the worst. The worst. And then, like, so when text messages started, it was that T9 text, which a lot of kids, they don't know about that neither, where you had to press, like, you know, the button 17 times because you would pass the letter up oh yeah to, that's, it's like the two button is abc shit i missed the c i gotta go back over again uh, okay let me wait because you didn't want to press it too fast because it would be the wrong letter and you're like damn it i gotta start
1: a little why trust me out when i see people with flip phones still and shit it's like what the fuck it's because they don't want nobody to contact them bro it's like yeah damn. and uh, you know what i wish it was that simple of fucking again honestly Sometimes I do, but then sometimes it's like no. I man, mean, I got for too entertainment much stuff. purposes, the phone's cool because, like, especially you know, with our job and shit like that, we have our phones to entertain us. But outside of that, I don't need anything else on the fucking phone.
0: Oh man, I got too much stuff on my phone. I know. I that's, all kinds that's of the little We
1: all we rely on our fucking technology too much, bro. That's why I don't rely on it. it just... we're going to be living the Terminator movie. we <laughs> they already have
0: guns and shit. I'm ready. I just watched uh, a little clip on YouTube. Uh, And it was from the Joe Rogan experience. And it was talking to uh, a female reporter who was doing an in-depth study on like investigative journalism on how the military is now um, taking animals and making them, you know, biomechanic, where basically they're taking a living organism and actually implanting like brain microchips in them making them you know so they can actually control them they actually have like a moth that they took and basically in the larvae of the moth when what is before it becomes a moth they actually implant a chip a brain chip in it so then when the moth grows that brain chip is basically inside of it so it's actually already connected as part of the muscle tissue and everything else of that specific animal mm-hmm. and they can actually when the moth is born they can actually fly the moth around the fucking room they have birds that they're doing it now too like it's like what? And, this, and she said that this was something that she was looking into where these scientists were doing. This was four years ago, bro. Four years ago. Like, can you imagine what it is now?
1: The board, like you, man. i like, <laughs> it you,
0: bro. I'm telling you, there's so, <laughs> we're 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 so much closer to that than I think that we actually even want to admit. Like, I don't agree with Elon Musk on a lot of shit, but AI is a scary thing.
1: Oh, it is. It, it really because we're
0: is. the most destructive thing on this planet is us, people. We're the only thing that's not in balance with anything else on the planet
1: (laughs) Well, in Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger told Eddie Furlong And it may be in a movie, but that don't mean it's not true He said, it's in our nature to destroy each other Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's always been, bro I mean even a fucking terminator fuck I knew that
0: ah dude it's been it's it's that's something that I've always thought of too since those you no know, sci-fi movies and stuff back in day. well then, like... it
1: it makes it more scary I think it's not the fact that it's a scary technology I think it's the people who are like some of the people that are around now like the newer generation especially like they're more worried about getting clicks and likes than really, like the real world' around them. And it's yeah. kind of scary. They think online is almost like the real world, and it's like it's not. And yeah, it's fake, like a bro. fucking Valley Girl. Yeah, oh, it's fake. It's <laughs>
0: fake. Like you got to see how popular you are. There's a there was a couple movies I saw that like, and I think they have it in China like right now, where they have like a social uh, credit system, basically where your credit score is based on. How Kobe, you act in yeah, public. ESG.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah they, well, they technically got that in America now, but it's like co- more corporate based, like for corporations. Yeah, like, that's they, yeah. You see a lot of companies kind of, they kind of send the need to certain groups and shit. And it's like, that's yeah. But is, is, I,
0: in China, it's just regular Joe Blow. Joe Blow. That yeah, but goes but that's to, China. To work. I mean,
1: they couldn't do that to the average American citizen. Not as of yet. Not, yeah. No, not yet, but they will. But they could do it to corporate, though. I mean, it's a lot easier to get them quicker. Oh, you dude, know. I have
0: I have cousins that are in the military that I barely see pictures of them online because of their position rank. But they can't be really, you know, known where they're at. Like she rarely puts locations on where like where the pictures are from. And it's not like I'm like, that's my cousin. But I'm seeing only his wife post stuff because my cousin doesn't even have any social media
1: because he's not allowed to. It's <laughs> funny that you we brought this up because it could go back to the 90s where um. It's, oh, shit, my fucking train of thought, man. God damn it. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Fuck it. I I lost the thought, man. It, it has something to do with the AI and everything, too. It was fucked. Up. It was beautiful, and I fucked it up. God damn it. What, like which movie? No, it wasn't a, so much a movie. I forgot the train of thought. Uh, oh, okay, about our generation competitive now. That's what it was. Look, uh, Okay, I want to use the gun the, the gun situation in America with One thing, I see it like this If the newer generation don't realize If um, the, you allow The government to take our guns It's over We are no oh, longer yeah, no. the country we were founded Because they don't understand that Guns were really never A protection For our, ourselves It's for the protection of the rights of the country the guns were mainly put in the Constitution to protect us from our own fucking government. It was never really self-protection. It was to protect us. So they knew that any other government could crush us, a, a, a society quicker than a, a, a dictatorship, and they knew that. And that's why they were protecting us from them. That's what they were literally doing, and people don't understand that. Yeah, no. That's that's how it's always been. And that's how I've always thought about The new generation. I don't think they understand that. It's not about guns. It's it's about trying to keep this country the way it is, because once the government comes in, it's over. And that's why I think the mentality is different from us, because, like I said, we were more of an individual generation where it's about who you are as a person. And it's not so much, you know, we didn't feel like we needed to be in a group. Yes, I listen to heavy metal. But yet I didn't feel like I needed to always hang with the guys in the metal fucking groups, you know, I and everybody yeah. accepted me. And you, that's who we were as individuals. You just accepted that person. But now I think you like to new what you feel like they had to be part of a group to be accepting what you don't. You really don't. Well, we also grew up
0: by ourselves a lot of times, too, because our parents all worked full time jobs and. We had keys and we're making food at, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. Well,
1: we we were self-efficient.
0: Yeah. And we were like, and some of us, like my, my sister, I don't remember my sister ever be picking me up from school. I always just walked home from school <laughs> and you walked home with a group of your other friends and they all went home by themselves. And then everybody went inside for like an hour, did their homework and came back outside. Everybody's outside playing.
1: I remember <laughs> as a teenager, I don't think I ever want to be fucking home. No, you know? I never and, wanted to be home. I mean, now kids, now you can't get them to not fuck out the house. No. <laughs> it's like uh, I've seen you it. go outside and play what's that or go i mean go to go to your friend's house and go do something. No, but
0: then it's like but my drone's not charged
1: well i know my kids, scooter's
0: not charged
1: i know well, go out just use your cars. Feet. they don't want to uh, leave the fucking house they'd rather stay home and play the fucking video game it's like what the fuck
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah unless you're streaming and you got a bunch of viewers and you're getting a bunch of subscribers all the time like i don't like i i get it I, don't get me wrong i still play video games I try to play a couple hours at night before I go to bed. It actually calms me down. I don't know why. Why the violence in a video game calms me down? But then again, down.
1: we we <laughs> we put in our time already, and you know, so we 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 owed this. <laughs> this is oh, our yeah. time now. Like the good, like Mikey said, it's our time. <laughs> it's, our, it's our time. It's our time. <laughs> you know? But, but I, I, I. But it's
0: a good I, movie. I, I really
1: believe if we go back, if you were that age, and if you someone said, you, "Well, you got a car, you got a video game, which one you want?" We would have taken the fucking car. I would have taken the car. I think it would be opposite now. I think kids would go more fucking crazy to have in the new PlayStation than they would fucking having their own car. Mm-hmm.
0: Or, or a $1,200 PC. You know? Yeah. That's what they would want.
1: You want the new iPhone or you want a new fucking Mustang? I'll take the iPhone.
0: Yeah, iPhone.
1: We would have killed somebody for a fucking Mustang, especially in the early 90s, the 5.0s. Oh, Ooh, my God. Those GT
0: 5.0s things Everybody were heavy as hell, but so 5.0s. fast. Oh, I had a dude in uh, in high school. His name was uh, was... <laughs> who was was Vinnie Marcello (laughs) and uh his actual name was Vincenzo because you know he was super Italian um Mm -hmm. but he had a 5.0 Mustang and he came to school one day with with holes in the side of the car and I'm like what the hell happened to you he's like uh some guy didn't want to pay me after I beat him in a race (laughs) I was like Jesus Christ I'm like Vinnie you stupid mother we had the races out here and he was the but he was the typical like the typical like a stereotypical Italian guy with the with the long slick back hair, mm. you know, muscle shirts all the time. Had uh had the the Irish horn, you know, or not the the Italian horn, you know, the little horn that they have, the little, cro- little not the cross, but it's like a little horn, It's like a little gold horn. Oh my god,
1: I'd have to see it.
0: He had an Italian flag a tattoo on his arm because, of <laughs> course, you know, had a I love mama. <laughs> Seventeen years old, the kid looks like he, he should be like. Uh, i like he should be like 23 like you would see him and I, he, he even used to do the thing where we didn't see him at school we'd see him like in the neighborhood or something and he would be the guy with the shirt the white t-shirt with the rolled up cigarettes in this oh, <laughs> <geez>. the arm <laughs> i'm like well, this is grease bro is that what's going on we're doing grease <laughs> like like where are the pink ladies at i don't yeah. see the pink ladies are the pink okay. ladies somewhere around here but he was so like the epitome yeah, of the of like, a, of like a stereotypical Italian guy It was so funny I'm like bro you fit every, every stereotype He's like fuck y'all Y'all fit stereotypes too Look at y'all guys are brown And speak Spanish I'm like That's not even a stereotype bro I was and like
1: By the way Watch the hair
0: <laughs> The fuck out of here Forget about it
1: <laughs> Rock <laughs> you what a good move <laughs> It's the greatest movie in the still Stallone. Get out of here. You can't say the whole Eddie Murphy joke anymore without anybody get offended. <laughs> but still a great joke by Eddie Murphy on Raw. <laughs> yeah, look, bro. Oh. Oh, being, you know this is going uh public, right? Oh yeah. so, okay. I know what you're talking about.
0: That's that that is the, the Italian horn, bro. That think I've seen that my whole life. I've seen I don't that, think the... I ever knew what it was. Yeah, dude. Bro. See, and that's the thing, too, in Chicago, like there is a lot of different cultures in Chicago. Like there was a neighborhood that was nothing but Polish people. And you did not want to drive through there because nobody gave a shit about what the law was, what right of way was. Mm. If you were driving down the street, they would just pop out from in between two parked cars and you'd almost hit them. And then they'd yell at you in Polish like it was your fault. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you on the street just it's not even the corner. You I'm just jumped in of, here. You just walked in. <laughs> no, but they no, they wouldn't even say I'm walking here. They'd be like yelling in, in Polish. And I didn't know what the hell they were saying. And then there was a bunch of like, you know. Racist Polish jokes that I used to know. I still know them, but I just, you know, I don't say them very often anymore, because a lot of people don't know. Like, like, because they used to think that Polish people were dumb, so they would make a
1: lot of dumb jokes, and it was just so bad, so bad. Us, that the bio geeks do not condone anything Gary has said, past, present, or <laughs> <and the> future.
0: <laughs> that was a different Gary, bro. I don't even know who that was anymore. <laughs>
1: oh but yeah, so, bro. It was... So everything I said as Chris, don't count against me now.
0: No, no, no. That that was somebody else, bro. Every 30 years, bro, we change, you know? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you know that, bro? Like, every 30, 33 years, we change as a person. We're no longer the same cells that we were before.
1: Wow. Damn, I'd be so canceled today. They'd probably crucify me.
0: Oh, me too, bro. They're like, I know cancel ain't
1: good enough for you. Uh, No, no. That's the
0: other thing too, bro. Like, like, bear, that was a bad joke. That was racist for this. That like, bro, I make fun of everyone. I was like, I make fun of everyone the
1: same across the board. I mean, it's funny that you bring that up too, because it's like, it's amazing how, at one point in our in our lives, you know, because of our age, I fuck it, dude. I hate saying this shit. I really do, because the way it goes, the N word, uh, where our generation took a word that used to be so offensive to people, it would literally hurt them mentally. We took a yep. word, our generation, and turned it into an embrace. And yep. that's all gone now. That's all. No,
0: you can still say it. I still I still have a lot of guys, bro. Look, me and me and Ryan Martin.
1: <laughs> but you know what I get? Even like even it, it got to the point where even rappers were just doing it in their fucking songs. And if you were white and you sang the song, hey, you bought my fucking album, you sing all your fucking one. <laughs> you know, that's the attitude it was.
0: No, everybody nowadays too fucking woke or
1: whatever you know, I remember it is. having, you know, you know, you know, you had black friends, you'd go up to them, you'd brace each other with it, it was all good. Everybody had common sense back then. Like, yeah, I, if you said it to ER, everybody knew. And then no matter if you uh, were, co- no one liked that shit. And if you're a white dude that said that to a black dude, you got your ass beat probably by the white dudes too. Yep. because dude, no one played that shit. I mean, because we were no. past, dude. Growing, I grew up. We were past that shit. You know, oh, we yeah, didn't we didn't give a fuck. shit. Bro. Yeah, and, and, and like I us... said, we took something that was uh, so offensive and turned it into something good, actually. But now it's so taboo. No matter which way it goes, it's like uh,
0: you... someone's gonna get offended, bro. Everybody I really gets believe offended.
1: that this pop, co- not this pop culture, co- this generation, what they're going through now, just. They they tore or oh, they destroyed everything that we left them. We left them in a good spot, and they just tore well, all the fuck. Down. They
0: They thought they were making it better, bro. Like like with these people that want to, mm-hmm. like you can identify yourself as whatever you want, but there, there's only two of them. There's only two. I don't. I don't know of any other gender, any any, any other any other species of man. <laughs> there is on this planet there's there's male and female that's well, it
1: th- this generation don't get the concept the the more you make fun of something the less power it has and that's why amongst all friends back then we used to you know throw racist jokes to one each other oh yeah they would all funny. make fun of each other yeah, oh, yeah. Would, it was funny and that means it, that's less power it had and this generation really don't understand that. That's why you make fun of things. It, the, you don't take it seriously. If you take it seriously, you're giving it more power. Don't give yeah. it more power. We understood that. They don't They don't understand that. Everybody they gets get blood all that info nowadays. from nowadays. Fucking... Well, it pays to be a fucking victim now, dude. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to be in a certain, I don't even want to say category because I think it's fucking degrading, but a certain category, I guess that's all I can say. Everybody so bad is trying to find one to be in, they'll do they're willing to do anything. You know, and it's like dude, you don't just be yourself. And
0: Yeah, I know, but yeah, some people just uh
1: I don't get it, bro. I, I talk social to media, I talk. it goes back to social media, man. Social media is gonna be look be It's going to be looked back on as one of the greatest travesties in human human history. I really believe that.
0: You're able to you have technology to let somebody put down their thoughts and send it out into the atmosphere and let millions, if not billions of people see it.
1: Social media had (laughs) way more negatives than it ever had positives. Looking back now, it really does. That's why when you like, I got to get a Twitter, I was like, don't get Twitter. Don't yeah, and no, no, I don't haven't. I
0: haven't. I was I decided not to.
1: I'll take I'll take the fight for us both. On that. <laughs> that's so, fine. Um, and I don't because I don't do even enough, I
0: right. don't even look at reviews and stuff. bro. I don't look at anything. I, I don't like Twitter
1: mostly to get in touch with people and shit for the show. Mainly. that's pretty much it. I mean, outside of that, I mean, I'll post our shit on it for the people who follow me. But I, I don't have a lot of followers, but it's mostly a communication device. I use it for Twitter. Facebook, mm-hmm. same thing. I mean, I don't use Facebook like I used to. I mean, it's all about the show mostly now.
0: Yeah, well, that was it was uh, it was the damn internet that started in the nineties that started all this. So everything just got bigger and better,
1: dude. You want It's fucking worse crazy at the
0: same time. I know we're going to be
1: wrapping up soon, but I'm going to tell you a post. You, pro- I know you don't remember this post. I posted this about eight years ago. No, maybe about nine years ago. This is nine years ago, bro.
0: I didn't
1: get Facebook until 2017. It was Sad. around the the time of the, <laughs> the, the the Confederate flag controversy. Oh yeah, and I posted on Facebook with a it had a Confederate flag, but it it was something you had to read. It wasn't the correct flag wasn't for support. It was something just read it before you fucking talk about it. Yeah, and read the like, But it articles. pretty much said yes. If this okay, some people will find it offensive. Some won't. But if you want to take if you want to just get rid of this, where does it end? It can start here, but where is it going to end? Because if you find this offensive, where does it where is it going to end at? You know, and now we're actually seeing the consequence of that. It's fucking even scary to me because I called that nine years ago with the Confederate flag and it hasn't fucking stopped yet. It's not going to. You know, and I could, you know, I could really get into a lot of fucking different subjects. Hey, what's on, it hasn't stopped yet? It, what's
0: but, that street called now? Is it Alan Toussaint? What the hell yeah. was it? It was it wasn't Alan Toussaint? That's not what it I was remember. Robert E. Lee. Yeah, I was like, it's like this is Robert E. Lee. They're like, no, it's Alan Toussaint. I'm like, the pirate. <laughs> I'm like the guy that was a a pirate. Okay, he, we canceled. I was like, I was like, Speaking he was a pirate, bro. Though. Like, he was. I guess he was a famous pirate, <laughs> but he was a pirate, right? Like those guys are generally. I never heard of good pirates. All the pirates I've ever heard of were always technically bad. Because, you know, some government said that they were horrible for stealing their shit because they were pirates. <laughs> but all right, cool. You know, whatever. Nah, it is what it is, bro. What do I know, bro? I'm Dominican. I don't know any of these well, things. If you all wanted... these things are weird to me.
1: Well, what's crazy about Robert E. Lee, they don't even portray him accurate. and it, it's fucking nuts. Because they're like, oh, he fought for the South. Yeah, he fought for the South because his hometown, Virginia, just got involved. He w- he wasn't pro-slavery. He wasn't. And they're like, oh, well, he owns slaves. No, he technically didn't own slaves. He got slaves inherited to him that he wound up freeing and him and his wife educated.
0: Well, it's just like saying that, like, and soldiers... if, like
1: you, you, Someone who actually did good things for slaves, even though, you know, he was fighting on the wrong side because he kind of felt like he had to. He wasn't pro of what the because everybody well, what the concerned. cause was, but back then you know, we got to go back to context. They were, you know, it was supposed to be over slave uh, slave rights, states' rights, and that's how they were looking at it. But we it, the slave thing was all thrown in, it. but everybody was always talking about the state rights thing, and that's how they were looking at it back then. But
0: well, yeah, well look at this. Like you could compare it to now. How many soldiers do you think that are fighting overseas right now 100% agree with why we're there, wherever they are? Dude, you know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not going to get every soldier to be like, yes, we're supposed to be here. We're going to stop terrorism. Dude, and a lot you, of them are just like, I'm here because this is where they sent me.
1: You can, <laughs> you can find letters from Confederate soldiers pretty much right home saying they don't even know why they're there. Yeah. It had that th- This war has nothing, no... Effect for them because they were, you know, like I said, they were man. They weren't being told they were fighting to keep slavery. And, you know, I'll argue that they were not fighting for the honor of the South. They were fighting for (laughs) supposedly states uh, states. Right now. And now here's another thing that they never teach you that a lot of those soldiers were doing it for a paycheck because there was no work. The the South was so fucking far behind the north because of slavery there was no work there was no commerce to build the uh the economy up because the slave owners would you know didn't have to pay wages to the slaves so there was no money going back into the the uh back workforce. in back in there was you know so if you're poor you can't buy nothing so no one's making money yeah everybody's economically, poor economically the south the south was hurting cuz poor people were fucking bad off too yeah and it's fucked up because it's like we're not taught history the correct way. There was actually good oh, people no. on the south that didn't want slavery.
0: Yeah, but there's always just groups gets grouped together,
1: which well, yeah, it's like just like nah, now. Now you're like, not oh, supposed to group everything south. together. It's like the south. It's like what the fuck is about the south? You don't know shit about the south. If you I mean if you did your history New Orleans is one of the first uh, hey, bro, black you cities. know that
0: you know that no matter what city you go to, if you go to the south side of that city, it's a bad part of the city. So <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> Did you know that, bro? Like every city south side is always the worst.
1: South side, I, <laughs> I knew nothing. <laughs> and I knew nothing. That's I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> my my whiteness will not allow me to answer that question.
0: Bro, I, I when I lived in Alexandria for two years, or Alec as uh, y'all Louisiana folks like to call it, um, they had no joke. The I worked for a pizza place and I delivered pizzas, and they had the map of the city on the wall, and then they had a section blocked off with lines through it. And I said, "What's that part?" And they're like, "That's the south side of Alexandria. You don't go. To, you don't drive there. Any deliveries in that area? We don't drive to." Mm-hmm. I like so we literally do the whole city. Even sometimes went across the river into Pineville and would make a delivery, but we couldn't go to the south side. And they're like, Yep. Right. And I'm like, okay, you're the boss. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Like, you tell me where I'm supposed to deliver. So
1: <laughs> I I want to clear something up too. The thing we kind of I want to tell everybody, the reason we kind of got in slavery thing, it was based on it's not so much we were talking about slavery, it's based it's the the info people get now considering that they have the power of the internet at the, you know, their hand, but and and they want to go back and change fucking, the past. You know, no, no, no. It's just people are more fucking stupid now, especially the young generation, you know, it, when they don't have, have to like, learn anymore, when they have like the, you know, all the information they could ever a knee on the palm of the hand, they, and they know less, you know, it goes back to my situation with nuke, you know, when I'm talking about nukem, mm-hmm. you know, so you know what I mean by that? And you yeah. Say, you know what? Let's tell a fucking story. Huh? Let's put them on blast no let's not do that
0: Why? um do you remember uh what's it called you remember george carlin right Both. yeah he talked about that he talked about how technology was making us dumber that you're gonna have these because you're not gonna you are not going you do not have to learn anything anymore like if you wanted to know something you had to read a book read yeah. an article you had to actually physically watch it learn it now you just say hey google what's this Right, and they give it for and it, and they give it, and,
1: and and yet sometimes it's not even the right fucking uh, information either. Too, and that's that's what's fucking scary. Oh yeah, fact checkers, get out of here, bro! Don't let I got don't let got them f- destroy old books.
0: Oh no, that's, that's what they always want to do. Don't you destroy don't all the, old- the old shit. The old knowledge is gone, brother. You can't learn it.
1: That's that's why a lot of people (laughs) saying don't. If you have physical media like DVD, don't get rid of them because now when everything's going to digital, these companies have the power to alter the shit, like Disney did with uh, like dude they oh who was they did with Splash? I know they like they kind of they they re edited they re edited the way you don't see uh Daryl Hannah's ass, really oh, dude, they've taken shit out of all kinds of shit. What else they did something? Dude, they got warning labels in front of, uh, like, Gone with the Wind. Oh, yeah. No, blades, I've seen that. Blades and Saddles.
0: I've seen that it's on like, TV oh when God. I, would, like, flip through the channels, and I'll see, like, on the cable channel, and they'll be like, you know, you know, I get the regular graphic, you know, violence, this and that, language. is like, but some of the the ideologies and this. I'm like the, the ideology.
1: That's what, how fucking history was back then. It's I'm like, like, what do you mean? I'm
0: like, this is a movie. It's called Spaceballs.
1: Well, Mark Twain. <laughs> look like the, how do you want to change words in Mark Twain's literature? Like, okay, going back to the N word. Yeah, but he was writing as a person of the time. That's how yeah. you. That's how you get in that person's head. Yeah, he oh, was writing oh, in a
0: first person view versus a third person
1: view. Like he I wasn't... said, I, never, I don't. I'll be honest. I never read Tom Sawyer, but. What I know of time. so it will. No, not, they were talking about. He's talking about in the times of that. That's the only way you're going to understand what Jim, as a former slave, went through.
0: That's that's <laughs> that was their vernacular. That was their lexicon. That's how they spoke. Like these are not things that were like. Oh, they're being racist. This yeah, and that. no, no, I no, mean, no. Now this, you're going to. Feel they spoke this way. <laughs> the whole
1: point of him writing is you to have feel bad for Jim. That's how you. Yep. He did it. That's how you do it. It's like, dude. Oh my god, y'all don't know fucking literature and. But they want to do that. What's the other books they wanted to do? They want to take shit out of Willy Wonka, the chocolate book. Like, uh, it's crazy, dude. Dr. Yeah. Seuss books, some of them got canceled because of the pitches.
0: Oh, yeah, Dr. Seuss. That was the funniest one. Ever, and I heard that one. I was like,
1: wow. I mean, you got rid of Aunt Jemima, who was a real person. Who Uncle Ben. <laughs> Uncle Ben, who was a real person. Who pretty much is honored by being put on those items. Yeah, but nope.
0: Somebody said that it was racist and that was all it needed to take.
1: I wish somebody you gets could offended, bro. People back and say, yeah, uh, you, they took you off because someone thought it was racist. I bet, I bet they'd look at you like, huh? <laughs> Motherfuckers don't know racism where I come from.
0: No, that's my legacy. Okay, so we're just going to race it now. All right, cool. Right. That sounds eh. well, that's what that's what, unfortunately, what the Internet and technology has given us is made a lot more stupid people stupider. Well, look
1: <laughs> at the Redskins, man. They they were actually named after a Indian man.
0: Yeah. One of the first coaches. It yeah. was an honor for him to have that yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're like, no, it's racist. And even when you when you do to most of the Native American tribes, a lot of them no are care. just like dead. Nobody, Look, the Chicago Blackhawks are still the Blackhawks. You know why? Because they're in Chicago. Nobody gives a shit. And in Chicago, nobody, everybody's. There's so. I'm telling you, bro. Growing up in Chicago was very different. There's so many different races all close to each other, and nobody gave a shit about anybody. You would make fun of everybody, and, or, and and that's how I got. I think I got my personality from. I'd hung out with you know black kids, white kids, Polish kids, Spanish kids, Italian kids, Irish kids, like everybody like everybody had their own little neighborhood and we all made fun of each other because we all knew what the stereotypes were for those neighborhoods so we all oh, at each
1: other's house we all ate at each other's table yeah
0: and we all we all fought each other when we got a problem
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yep. that was the day, 90s in a rap. And again and, and then technology went to shit
0: when y2k was going to happen we all thought everything was going to go to hell and
1: nothing happened actually you know what it may have did go to hell just not the way we thought it would the whole matrix theory. Yeah. Well, we
0: could talk about that
1: next week. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. I, I we had a good show. I mean, I could probably go on a little longer, but you know, it's a Sunday, and I got to get it up. And it was pretty good. We, actually, oh yeah, no, I, well, I had we could a good time. Continuing next week, we just stick to this one and maybe go. Oh like yeah, we'll a make a part two. 90s. Yeah, we'll do oh, a part well,
0: two where technology really ramped up, and movies really got shitty. <laughs> And then they got really great, and you're like, right. "What's going on?"
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> um, want to give everybody? Uh, I think y'all heard it on uh, Break the Apocalypse this week. Uh, me and B Show Brian will be recording, be dropping that episode on May fourth for Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. I don't know with me on that fucking thing. I don't know. It's gonna be a good show. Oh, Brian, be like, I'll never come back. <laughs> I'm about to go <laughs> well. fuck
0: off. Well, all I know is that Friday, May the 5th, Cinco de Mayo, my ass is going to be uh, at, at my favorite uh, uh, taco and tequila bar with the misses, And we're going to go
1: get fucking hammered. So you're <laughs> telling me now that you're unavailable that day.
0: Yeah, Friday will not
1: be there. You gotcha. won't be able maybe to Maybe Saturday, like too, that. apparently, it sounds like. So. I,
0: who, who knows? Maybe afternoon, <laughs> late afternoon, I might be awake by that point. Who knows? I don't know. I got dogs. I'm, all I have to do is just take them out and feed them. They can come right back to bed. Right. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> um, But uh, let me go ahead and plug everybody. Of course, Dirk and Mojo's Most Dastrically Adventures, or oh, what the hell the name, show is, or the name of that show is, this week. We Changes week from week, <laughs> but those are my boys. Love them. And Dirk. Uh, y'all check out Guns and Geeks. We did uh, Don't Be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. With the I, Wayans family. Message. <laughs> Tashika, I'll catch you later. <laughs> <laughs> Not my baby. They killed my baby. <laughs>
0: nah, only I, time she was, can't handle no strong black women in this movie. My no,
1: favorite you. scene, I was telling Dirk, <laughs> is the Mark Curry scene the pre-scene oh. <laughs> sometimes you're hot sometimes you're hot sometimes you <laughs> <laughs> who cares if I got a nice car
0: <laughs> who cares if I got a nice house that's around the collection <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
0: shit yeah that was that was a good episode bro. I listened to the other day when I was working
1: that was great <laughs> uh, the guys at Wrestling Soup, Missionary It's Joey Numbers and the great Kevin Castle uh, Kev, I hope you enjoyed the movie It was a kind of a late birthday present But hope you enjoyed the movie And of course, the guys that break the apocalypse We're talking about John Draper Bisho, Brian, and the great Cheyenne Thank you guys, they shouted us out Even Cheyenne's like, yeah, they're on YouTube now Check, us, check them out That's what's up, so, appreciate
0: thanks. that, y'all That's gonna be my catchphrase, I think, bro It's just, that's what's up Because I've heard myself on the last one I literally say it all the time Yeah, that's what's up uh remember everybody! Download, subscribe. This is your boy Maximus G four twenty.
1: That's right. That's- I was, I was, how was like, oh shit, did we forget something? Came kind of quick. No. <laughs> yeah, no, make I sure don't. you subscribe. Yes, yeah, subscribe and like the videos, please, to the channel. Yeah. The S- put your comments there. out
0: there. I won't look at them because I don't care if you like
1: us or not. And I, <laughs> and if you want an argument, um, I'll do it. Yeah, Chris
0: will argue there, and I'll sit there on the sidelines and put little replies and delete them. And do my little push and delete. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you seen the new one? No, I, I want to see it though. Dude, it looks so funny. Good. It's fucking is it? great. Dude, yeah. that, that's one cat. I'm getting that tattooed on me. I'm getting puss What, puss in boots? Yes. You're gonna dude, make the the, are you,
0: you going to get the normal puss in boots or are you going to do the fat puss in boots? No, I'm going to do the normal one. <laughs> uh, you know, a little dude, fat the, puss Like puss a little boots?
1: song he does in the movie. I, I Do I see myself? Or oh, I hear myself just singing a song or walking around half the time. It's, it's fucking, dude, the second one's fucking great. I enjoyed it. All right, bro. And y'all go check out Picard Season 3. It was fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. In two weeks, I will be doing a review uh, show with uh the guy who I ever did the first show with, like, early on, Mr. Tappan.
0: Oh, really? Tappan. All right. Yeah. Duct tape man you, himself. You ever? Were
1: you ever a Star Trek fan? I want to ask
0: you that. No, not so much. I you knew know- of it. I, I wasn't a Trekkie.
1: A... I like the next generation show, but I wasn't a Trekkie, you know, and I that's just... what made that sh- season of Picard. Fucking. It was fucking great. I just knew, I just like Scotty. That was the original show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't have enough. Content. I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. But all right, Gary, um, we're going to get out of here, guys. Um, uh, like I said, subscribe and check us out on Facebook at the Bayou Geeks. Peace so, y'all.
0: I'm Maximus G420. Y'all be good.
1: Awesome. Uh,